And welcome to another episode of the Sad Sisters Podcast. I'm Kerrigan. And I'm Maddie. And today we have a fun guest with us. Two fun guests. Yeah, two fun guests. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself, guys. Just a um, quick name and whatever. I'm Jenna. <laughs> and I'm Sky. Hey, before we get to know these guys, let's roll the intro. At first, I thought that you guys were always making the noise at the end, uh, <laughs> and then I realized that it was part of it because it's the same every time. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because the the episode I do by myself, everybody goes, "Oh, so it's you who makes the noise." <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's funny. But they were like, "That's how you cry." Was that a recording of you crying? Like. I mean, not real, but, like, <laughs> fake. I didn't know if you, like, got... I literally went into my closet because I didn't know how to, like, do the podcast yet, so it had to be, like, sound barriered, and so I, like, literally was standing in my clothes, and I just did the... <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> in the closet. I love it. <laughs> I spent Jenna a lot of time familiar with the closet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> let's, let's jump into it. Let's tell us about you. Oh, man, um... So, I've been mentally ill. Wow. (laughs) Profound. I I don't even know where to start. I guess it kind of started in, like, middle school and then just got worse. (laughs) Girl, same. Um, So, I think I came out to my parents. Um, What was it? Has it been a year? Yeah, it's been a little over a year. Will you talk? Sorry. Will you talk just closer? Oh, sorry. Yeah, with the mask. <laughs> yeah. You and I both have soft voices, so we have to like stick yeah. it into our uvula. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I it didn't go great. <laughs> um, I don't. What had happened was I went to. I had been at my therapist. <laughs> yeah. I've been going to therapy. I had been. I'm not now. <laughs> I had been for like several months. Mm-hmm. And I was feeling good, and uh, I just had a session where I, like, talked to her about it, and she was like, you just got to do it and get it over with. And I got home, and I was like, you know what? She was right. <laughs> so I I texted my parents, <laughs> which that's was the probably not it. the best way to do it, and I realized that, but that's how I felt comfortable, so that's how I did it. What was and the reaction, was, if you don't mind? Um, well, my dad was at work. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing. My dad was at work, so he didn't text back for a little bit. My mom called me. Um. Did you answer? Were you like I was? I didn't at first, and then she said answer the phone. <laughs> she, me and she was like answer the phone. So I did, and she was just she was upset because of the way I did it because my dad was at work and he had just started his job. She was like, "You're stressing him out," <laughs> and that's what she kind of said. And I was like, "Well, I I got kind of upset because I was like, I don't know how else to do it. Like either way, you would have been upset." So I very true. Just kind of it was a really short conversation, mm-hmm. <laughs> really short angry conversation. Oh no. Um, they kind of knew. I told my brothers, and they were all really great about it. You know how my brothers are. Yeah. But they were all really nice. They're still really good about it. Um, they all met, all my brothers met her before my parents did. (laughs) Yeah. And then I took her out there one day. It wasn't too long ago, actually. It was like a couple months ago. Last time we were here. And it was awkward. (laughs) Yeah. But I think the more, my parents are like, my parents are great. I don't want to be someone who's not grateful for my parents but obviously they're not used to it and it's kind of the first when you grow up in like the midwest you don't know what you're gonna get and yeah it's already a small town so there's not 
a terribly big amount of gay people right. here. So like exactly, yeah. It so, makes you feel more alone, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's not very um what's the word? This isn't like a very accepting or diverse area. No. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> diverse, that was the word I was looking for. It's not very diverse. Um, for the people listening, how old are you? Just so they have an idea of like when you came out. I'm 25 now, so I came out when I was 23, 24. And I how? I was 23 because it was right before my birthday. How long have you like known? Um, honestly, I think I've always known. I, when I was... I don't think I've even told you this, but when we were, like, first talking, I wasn't, like, looking for... We met online, mm -hmm. and I wasn't really looking for anything. I was just kind of... We were just talking, and I just kind of realized. Like, it wasn't... It wasn't a big deal to me, because it was just, like... My, for me, my sexuality has always been... Like, I just like who I like. I don't mm -hmm. really have, like, a... You don't... Yeah, okay. I don't like to label it, I guess, which mm -hmm. sounds lame. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't like labels, but... So it was, it wasn't really surprising to me. I think it, I don't think it was that surprising to most people, but, but like I told Courtney first and she was really nice and I don't know, I don't know how long I've known. I guess it's, it's been a long time. <laughs> probably, I think when I really started thinking about it, I was probably like 19, like at school. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll swing both ways. <laughs> <laughs> So it was, I don't know, I never, I never had like an epiphany, like, oh my god, <laughs> like, I like girls. <laughs> the gay in me. Yeah. <laughs> the gay in me never came out. Oh. How about you, Sky? Um, have you always known, or is this um, like a... So I, I knew really young, and um, I like, I knew, and I had told my friends at school, mm -hmm. and I, I kept to myself a lot in like middle school, because I was a, I was a sad weird child well how are you gonna tell people how are you gonna tell people and they like convinced me to just like make a facebook post because facebook was big back then <laughs> and i did to my parents and i made a facebook post and my parents thought that i was just like acting out and like mm -hmm. being that's like, like rebellious grounded. my parents grounded me which <laughs> 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 like sounds awful but like knowing my parents it's really funny now because like my parents are maybe a little too accepting. They're like, like the opposite of what my experience has been. My parents were really, really good about it. Um, I mean, afterwards, once like a few months later, I was, I like, had calmed my rage about it and mm -hmm. sat down with my parents. I was like, no, like, I just, that's, I like all people. Like, that's how it is. At the point I had, like, a girlfriend and, you know, I told them, you know, it's a stupid middle school romance, so it lasted approximately a week. But <laughs> As they all do. Right. So it was, but I told them, you know, like, maybe my relationship didn't last long, but I was like, how I feel isn't going to change. And, mm -hmm. you know, my parents always told me, you know, like, we love you for who you are. Like, that's fine. Like, do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And I always, like, growing up, like, hid if I had girlfriends mm -hmm. from my parents, but I also hid boyfriends from my parents, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. It was one of those things where, like, my parents have always been, like, you could do anything for, and they'd be like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. cool. So I, like, hid things from them because I was like, I'm supposed to hate my parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I like, hide things from them to, like, cause fights mm -hmm. and stuff. So, but, like, my parents have always been great. I mean, for Thanksgiving, my parents, like, called and were like, well, can Jenna come? Like, are you sure? Like, they were like, well, when does when Jenna work? Like, planned it around Jenna's work Aww. schedule. They, like, when I moved down there, I moved in with, like, her family. Like, they let me live there for, like, two months while I didn't have a job. And I was <laughs> sweet. not contributing at all. Aww. That's been me and, uh, yeah, that's been me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, they find something at the store that, like, oh, like, oh Jenna would like this and, like, send it to me. And, like, I, I always tell Jenna, I was like, they love you more than me, I promise. Like, they, they're overly accepting. And so, like, 
for me, it's just, it feels kind of, it's like a culture shock for me to like go from how my parents are like up our ass and to, to be <laughs> like, and then to go to her parents and I'm like sitting in the corner. I'm like, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Yeah. Our parents are pretty different. Honestly, they're not that, they're like, they're like the same, but, but they're like the same people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I know what you mean, because your mom and dad are, like, some of the nicest people. They're just yeah. kind people, but I know that they have a belief system, and, like, I don't know, that could be hard for them to overcome, like, if yeah. they don't necessarily agree with being gay. Not that I think it's something to agree or disagree right. with, but you know how people <laughs> yeah. are. And they've never been, like, hostile or anything towards Which is, like, good. they've never, like, said any. No, it's yeah. just a quiet, like, a quiet awkwardness. It's yeah. never, like, yeah. any hostility or, like, I feel like I can't, like, be myself. I'm just, like... Take it slow. Like, chill out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> Just is go over to Jenna and, like, lick her face. <laughs> after, like, a really long time, I'll, after I after I told them, I go over there, and even I felt like like I couldn't. I just felt weird. Did you? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, like you I felt like things were different. And then I, I think one day I was just like, this is stupid. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to change. I'm not going to be someone I'm not. So it was kind of, that's kind of what happened when I told them, too. I was like, I'm tired of lying. Yeah. Because <laughs> at that point, we had been together for, like, three or four months mm -hmm. yeah and I just felt like I don't know I just didn't want to hide it anymore yeah right yeah. I mean especially being in your 20s you yeah. know that's a time where you find yourself anyways and right. then to not share it with somebody so important yeah it was it was rough <laughs> but it's better now it's a lot better now that's yeah good. they're more accepting yeah I feel like I I like don't hide it anymore like if I have something to say I'll say it that's me too. So they, it's really great. I think they're like getting used to that now. <laughs> mm -hmm. It took my mom and dad a long time to get used to that. Like now, now when I say like "fuck," Lisa doesn't shit her pants. Remember yeah. that that one time yeah. we texted we texted my mom's phone the f word like a hundred times yeah. between three of us, and she just like turned her phone off and was just like stealing in the seat. So angry. Your mom hated us. I feel so bad because we were so mean to her. <laughs> but we loved her. We were mean yeah, out of love. <laughs> yeah, to, to preface the relationship, um, this is Maddie's, one of Maddie's best friends that she cut off during during my um, eating darkest disorder. Yeah. eating disorderist yeah. moments. Um, <laughs> Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Um... Yeah, I, when did it happen? After we came back from Dubai? I mm -hmm. forget that that trip happened. Like, I do too because it was we so there. random. We <laughs> yeah. just, for everybody who doesn't know, what year was that? Like 2015, we went to Dubai. Yeah, I think it was 2015. My 21st birthday. <laughs> it was a cool experience. Like, it was definitely awesome seeing everything there. But I was super bulimic during that time. So any amount of fun I had was, like, automatically less fun because mm -hmm. I was miserable inside. Yeah. And then when we got back, I just, like, I felt like, well, they all know that I have these issues, and I think it was mostly, like, an embarrassment thing, and, like, I, I just want to be out of everybody's lives because I don't want to be looked at. I don't want to be, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I tried to make it, like, well, I just can't be friends with you guys anymore. Like, we're going in two different directions. I'm not even sure what all I said, but it was just all yeah, whatever bullcrap I made up. honestly. But I, I guess I kind of... For me, it was because I knew, like, a little bit of what was... I didn't know mm -hmm. everything that was going on. But because I knew a little bit, I was like, okay, well, maybe she's right. Like, we just need some space. Like, we're going different ways. I wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was never really... I mean, I was upset about it because we were friends for so long. Mm -hmm. um, but I was never really, like, angry, I don't think. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of 
Like, I was surprised, I guess. Yeah. We just went on this trip, like, across the world. <laughs> I know. And, then, like, the timing then, of it is so weird. Like, why would I do that? And I look back, and I don't have any idea, like, where my brain was at that you're time. You're a different person yeah. then. And, like, after that, I seriously spent, like, all my time alone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. just didn't do anything. Yeah. Depression yeah. is the queen of isolation. So. It is, yeah. So what was your reaction to the text? Like, did you say anything back to it? Um... I honestly think it was a, it was like a, I was talking to Anthony and yeah. you guys were together. Anthony's the one that said something, yeah. yeah. Because I don't remember ever getting a text from you like, fuck you. But I remember him being like, yeah, she doesn't want to be friends with you guys. And I was like, well, damn. I know. It was <laughs> but, crazy. Yeah, so I didn't, I don't think I, I don't remember like texting you at any point and being like, hey, why aren't we friends? Yeah. I was just kind of like. It was literally like a, just a wall thing. and done, you know, yeah. like we just. Didn't argue, didn't... Because we were, we hung out, like, almost every day for so long. And mm -hmm. then we just, like, stopped. <laughs> and, like, when did we become really close? Was that late middle school or early high school? I don't I remember. Think, no, I think, yeah, I think it was early high school. I think I met you, like, in early, in late middle school, and mm -hmm. then we got close in early high school. And we, I literally feel like we were, like, the same person for we a were, really long time. Yeah, we were, like, I don't know, it's, like our souls were the same yeah. at one point. We were just <laughs> both equally as weird and like you're the kind of person that like we could just say whatever kind of jokes yeah. and it was and it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> like when I always think about that time that we died laughing because we're making robot noises going up the stairs. I tell people about that all the time. We're like, mm -hmm. right. there's like people going. like, what were you like in high school? I'm like, I was weird. <laughs> Very. But I tell them about that because that just that just sums it up. So we like weird. Yeah. <laughs> going up the stairs and like everybody else is like going about their like, they're like walking mind. around us and we're like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear something so funny? My first impression of Maddie was um, at a volleyball game. I think I was like, oh, I think I was a freshman in high school, and I saw Maddie run up the bleacher on all fours. <laughs> Were you like, what the? No, I, I genuinely was like, I think I could be her friend. Yeah. You should have came alongside me and tried. <laughs> I remember one time at an away basketball game in high school, I was walking up the bleachers and I tripped and fell and like no. face planted on the no. bleachers no. at the bottom in front of like the whole crowd and then so I just laid there for like five minutes and I finally got no. up and everyone started clapping and it was like the worst, oh, no. that was so the funny. worst moment of my whole life. I was just telling Karen about that um, time you, me, and Anthony were at Wendy's and... And we were being really annoying, and Anthony was trying to order, and then he yells, for Pete's steak! <laughs> and I think about that. I made fun of him for, like, three years. Thank you. We're really mean to Anthony. I feel bad sometimes. You, you've met Anthony, right? Yeah. Do you like Anthony? Yeah. He's a... He's, he's a, a unique acquired, individual. He's a, yeah. an acquired... Is he still the same? Because, like, honestly, I don't think I've seen him he's, since... He's different now. He's, like... He has a beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a beard. He's like a realtor now, and it's like, all, it's weird to see Anthony grown up, even though we're the same age. I I'm know. Like, he's not. <laughs> yeah. He's not. And is he still, like, just as goofy as he was? Like, I think so, yeah. Okay, cool. He seems yeah. like I don't see fun bougie. If that's a, if that's a, oh, that's him. A fun bougie. Sure. That's <laughs> he's the bougiest person him. I think I, I've, like, ever been friends with. We were at Courtney's, and she made coffee, and he, apparently he's the one that told her about, like, the bean shoes, and she was like, dang, these are really good. Anthony was right. I hate when that <laughs> Because he'd be like, oh, this is so good, and then you try it, and you're like, god damn. <laughs> and he knows, like, everything. He, he always like, knows something. He yeah. does. About everything. He's very, 
like suave with his money yeah. and like networking. Yeah, he lives in Chicago. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can barely afford to live in Greenwood. I can barely afford to live. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he listens. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We should have Anthony. That would be so fun. On. That would be interesting. Yeah. CVS Pharmacy letting me know my Prozac is in. <laughs> Thank you, baby. <laughs> That's what I used to... Well, it was like an off-brand of Prozac. So whenever you're like, I love Prozac, I'm like, me too, girl. Yes, I that's what you're on, like now. the fluoxetine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I took. I When I first went to the doc... I went to therapy. I first started when I was like 19. Mm -hmm. And I like went to this one lady in Plymouth. And like she was very nice. And she was... She was, like, really good, like, listened, you know, like, their spouse, too. <laughs> but I just felt like I didn't, I couldn't really, like, connect with her. Like, I didn't, I didn't enjoy going. And mm -hmm. I didn't feel like it was helping at all. It probably was, but. <laughs> so I stopped and didn't go for a long time. And then started again um, when I was 23, I think. Mm -hmm. And the lady that I went to then, she was great. I loved her a lot. She helped me a lot. <laughs> And I, but it was like exhausting for me for a little bit because I was like, I went to see her every two weeks and then I went to see a psychiatrist every four weeks mm -hmm. because they're the ones who like give you the medicine. Mm -hmm. And then, so I was like, I was going to the doctor like four times a month <laughs> and it was just like a lot. So for a lot, I stopped going for a little bit. Um, I'm really bad about like getting behind on my payments. <laughs> and then I'm like, I can't go because I owe them so much money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I like got caught up and then I ended up moving. And I know I'm insurance now, so like I've just started all over, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's definitely something I want to get back into, like when I'm. I guess it sucks to. that, like, you know, it's. Those are things that I would say you, if you need an antidepressant, you need it. So having to be taken off right. of it, like, especially it's if you were doing yeah. better. That really sucks. That Yeah, it was... I mean, I'm a little better now. I feel like I'm a little bit happier now, so I don't like... I feel like I'm I can sure see that, like, shift in... Yeah. Because I feel like I've known you when you were really depressed, and you would go through stages where, like, you wouldn't yeah, reach out as much, and you didn't like to leave, yeah, like, your house. Yeah, I get really antisocial when I'm in mm -hmm. bad places. Oh, that's I, like, me. Yeah, I, like, hold myself up at home, and I don't want to do anything. I don't want to go to work. I don't... I, would, I, like, almost got fired from a lot of jobs because I just wouldn't go in because mm -hmm. I didn't want to. I feel like you and I kind of, like, experience depression the same way. Yeah, and I you don't so. want to do anything. Yeah, it's not like... I don't ever... I, I don't... I do sometimes, but I don't ever... I, like, rarely get manic. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not like, I want to do stuff. I need to do something. I need to have... I need to feel productive. I'm like, I'm I'm going to sit on the couch for a month. <laughs> yeah, that's me too. And I'll just like literally like watch something, like lay in one spot, watch something on my yeah. phone, and then like do that for like times 12 more yeah, hours. Exactly. <laughs> like roll over, go downstairs to pee, like that's it. Yeah, that's what I would, when I lived at my parents, I think when I moved back, like after I lived in South Bend, I moved back with me with my parents. I think that's when it got like really bad. Yeah. Because I had to live in their basement at the time because I had a dog and a cat. And they don't like cats. <laughs> and they Aww. didn't have a dog. So I, like, stayed in the basement all the time. And I was just like, I don't know. It was, when I moved down in with my, it's not anything my parents did at that point. It was like, I just wasn't happy. I, didn't, I don't like being in Knox, even when we come back to visit. Oh, like, I don't I hate either. it here. <laughs> that was a thing. Like, I used to have panic attacks about having to come back to Knox. Yeah. Like, even for just a visit, I would have a panic attack. Like, I feel that. 
and I don't know why I like had such a hatred for the area. I think it's just because of the things I experienced when I lived here. Yeah. So I just like tie those connections to like Knox in general. Yeah. But uh, I made Bruce promise me when we moved back here that we would never buy a house in Stark County, which now we're like trying to remodel the upstairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so like I've grown to like just accept it here, but yeah. still that's like a, a thing of mine is that our forever home can't be within the little yeah. ugly shape of Stark County. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely would not want to buy a house here and be here for that long. I yeah. come back because my family's here and Courtney's here and that's about it. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've always kind of like... I don't know, I grew up in Justin, which is smaller than Knox, mm -hmm. and I have a very small family anyways, and all of them are five minutes down the street, literally in houses side by side by side. Yes. <laughs> so, I don't know, it's like such a comfort zone for me to just yeah. stay here. Is it and like then... weird when people are like, oh, I don't want to spend time with my family? Because you like... That's how I feel. Yeah. Like, like I, I mean... We lived with, when Jenna moved in with me, we lived with my parents. I see, I call my, I call my mom every single day. Mm -hmm. I FaceTime my mom every single day. And we go to my parents at, like, at least every other week. Mm -hmm. If not yeah. every single week, go over there. I literally go like, to my mom's every day. <laughs> and, like, from my parents, I mean, we only live, like, 40 minutes from my parents now. Um, and from my, my parents' house to my grandma's house is exactly one mile. So, oh, like, wow. yeah. seeing, like, I see my grandparents all the time, like, it's wild to me that, like, like, I get it because, like, I mean, my best friend even is not close with her parents, does not like to spend that much time mm -hmm. with her parents. And it's not even, I guess, not that she's not close with them, but she just, she needs her space. Uh -huh. And, like, yeah, that's how I, am. I spent so much of, like, my middle school and high school away from my parents, like, shutting them out. That, for me, like, now that I'm, I'm better and, like, my relationship with them is better, it's a lot it's something that, like, I try to, like, make up for, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, I try to enjoy, like, the moments that I have with them now. Yeah. I feel like I, I try to do that more now. Like, if I'm at my parents and they ask me to do things, I'm, like, yeah. I think back to when I used to just, like, be, like, fuck, no, I'm not yeah. doing that. And so, like, I try to always do things or I'll, like, get my dad a glass of, like, chocolate milk with his meal because he's <laughs> obsessed with chocolate milk still. <laughs> and, like, just little things I'm, like, always trying to do because yeah. I feel like I was so bad about doing just the little things when I was yeah. Like, a teenager. Yeah, even, even uh, like, your brother, you're not close to me, which is so bizarre to me because mm -hmm. me and Bruce are best friends. We're mm -hmm. the same person, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and the first time, like we had hung out, I think, was maybe when I visited you guys in Texas. Mm -hmm. And we were, like, talking and you were, like, I like had said something that I knew about Bruce and you were like, I don't even, I don't know that about Matt, like, mm -hmm. which is your brother's name. And I'm just like, really? And then we like opened up that you guys aren't close. And I'm like, I literally like, <laughs> I've seen half the shits Bruce taken in his life. We're so close. Like, <laughs> Besides my family who like disconnected from me from having this podcast. Oh yes. I mm. remember you talking about I was going to um, say, I saw that episode. Everybody's been <laughs> really great about it. Yeah. That's so weird. To Did me. you see we were on Davey's top podcast? That's so nice. Thank you, Davey. I've had other people send me screenshots of like, My we were gosh. their top podcast, or they binged us. Haley Proctor was one, and then Kara Aaron. Wow. That is so nice. Thank you. I love that for you. <laughs> I know. I love it too. I'm like, oh. Do you want to get like to the root of your depression a little more? Is it like, do you, do you like know... What the root, like how it tr is triggered. Are the way you are. Yeah. <laughs> well, why um, are you sad? <laughs> Let me get my list out. <laughs> I 
honestly feel like because it started i remember feeling like sad in middle school and i was like oh i'm just sad like <laughs> i think i realized it was like getting serious um when i was a freshman in college i really <laughs> had a rough time oh yeah you and me both i feel like we yeah. both kind of just like <laughs> We tried college multiple times and like didn't like it. Yeah, at I all. just I I was the one of those kids in high school that like I don't really have to try to get good grades. Like I always felt like I I like did the work, but I was like half-assed it, and mm -hmm. I still got like A's, B's, and C's. Mm -hmm. So when I got to college, it was like a <laughs> I was like, damn, I really have to do all this homework. So I that sounds so lame. <laughs> homework made me sad. But it was just kind of like I I had never been that it was only like an hour away from my parents. Like I went to school in South Bend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I'd never been that far away from my family for that long. And I didn't really I didn't enjoy school. I wanted to after I graduated I wanted to take a year off and like not go right away. But my <laughs> my parents wouldn't let me. Um <laughs> so I went to school. I didn't know what I wanted to do and I think that honestly didn't help at all mm -hmm. because I like had no direction and like no passion of, for anything mm -hmm. so I like changed my major like four times in my first semester and then I ended up just not having a major for my second semester and I just like took random classes because I was like maybe I'll like something <laughs> and then I remember calling my mom one night while I was like well after I I didn't go to English class my English class I hated it so much I didn't go for like I think I went the first two classes, and then I did not go ever again. <laughs> I was the same way I in my freshman go. English. I, like, first, I emailed my professor, and I was like, oh, I can't come. Like, I have this. I, like, emailed her and told her I got in a car. <laughs> I, I literally told the teacher I had diarrhea in person so I could leave early. Oh I had no shame. I did yeah. not want to partake in. I just didn't want to be there, so I... I, like, remember I wouldn't go to classes, and I would just, like, sit in my room all the time, and, like, me and Tori, my... My other one of my roommates would like go to Taco Bell like every night at <laughs> three in the morning and just binge eat Taco Bell. And then I remember calling my mom one night and I was like, I was in a really bad place. I don't remember what happened like during the day, but I was just like feeling really bad. And I called her and I just like broke down and I was like, I can't remember the last time I felt happy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's like I just told her that I like. I couldn't explain it. I just felt, like, horrible. I felt horrible about myself, what I was doing. I didn't want to be there. So that's the that's when I first started going to therapy. I don't I don't even know how I got there. I guess I just... I, I always felt like in high school, like, I had you guys, but mm -hmm. like I always still felt like I, I wasn't myself, and I didn't, like... I didn't like who I was, I guess. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of that, and I've always had like image issues <laughs> yes I don't think you and I ever actually talked about that because obviously I, I was so going either. through some shit but like we never talked about our own like our body issues to yeah. each other so yeah. I was wondering like did you how was that for you going I definitely through that? felt like I had a little bit of like body dysmorphia like I mm -hmm. I still do I like we talk about it with our roommate all the time because she's the same way we just like don't I can't like picture how I look. I can't either. And no it's idea so what weird I look to like. me that like other people can like see me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just wild. I don't know why. Like the thought of being perceived by other people freaks me out. Exactly. Like, yeah. I don't like it at all. It's really yeah. I don't like other people thinking things about. Me. <laughs> I know. Like just turn off your brain when I'm around yeah. and everything will be okay. <laughs> I guess that's kind of because I, 
I always felt like my parents were not bad parents, but they like had really high expectations for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm the youngest. I feel that I have too. three older brothers, and they kind of <laughs> set the bar pretty low. So, <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's your fault. So Honestly, I, I same. felt like I can't do anything wrong because my parents have always have already gone through like all this stuff with my brothers, and I don't want to make them upset. Mm-hmm. So I held myself to like really high standards. So, like, when I went to school and I started doing that, I was like, oh, my God, I'm, like, the worst garbage human being ever. And so I think it just, it, ultimately, ultimately, I think it comes from the, I mean, it's, like, my brain and then a combination of, like, feeling like I always had these really high expectations for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that really resonates with me. Yeah. I, sometimes I think it's, like, a girl thing, like... Yeah. yeah, we have different expectations. <laughs> another, so another factor of like, like that's super relatable for me. But also, like, what my, what my parents think is so, yeah. so, so important to me Same. to like, where it, like, what hurts worse? you if they, yeah, like anytime critique. my mom says anything like critiquing, she doesn't, you know what I mean? She's not doing it to be right. mean. She just like nobody feels like she's like stabbing your chest. Yeah, and, oh, and you're like, oh my god, my mom hates me. You're like, <laughs> wow, I. Suck. I'm just like, oh, I guess I'm a disappointment. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It'll be like a little thing, and I'm like, well, I'm sorry, I'm the worst. Yes. Same. I'm like the kind that, like, would explode just over, like, little things. Yeah. 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 I've always been way too concerned with also my grandparents, because my grandparents were, like, a huge, huge part of my life. Like I said, we all lived, like, house by house by house next to each other. And my grandma, like, beat into my brain that, like, I, I know I've said this on past podcasts, but, like, what you do oh, yeah. is who you are. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, you're right. Like, not having a nice house is, like, yeah. a disappointment to them yeah. and, like, stuff like that. So even now in my life, I get crazy over what my family expects out of me. Sure. And so, but, like, I'm honestly at the point where I go... Hey, I don't give a fuck anymore. And they go, Yeah, we know you don't. <laughs> like, oh. I, know, I get to the point where I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also think because I'm the I'm my youngest older brother is four years older than me. So like I spent a like after all my brothers moved out, it was just me and my parents. So I felt like um whenever something like happened with them, I like had to see their reaction and I like saw how upset they were and like mm-hmm. my brothers is a whole nother story. But just like when things would happen I would be like oh I don't ever want to make them feel like that like I have to be perfect (laughs) and it was just a lot for me to that's like a that's a big thing to hold yourself accountable for is to be perfect nobody's perfect so it Mm -hmm. was years and years of that I think (laughs) that ultimately I was like I can't do it anymore and I talked about that a lot with my therapist was like my relationship with my family because we're not I don't want to say we're not well, we're not close, but, <laughs> but like, I talk to them, and, like, they're my family, and I love them. Yeah, but, but it's, it's, like, just... a difference between, like, you see some people, and they're so close with their family, like, they can say whatever, and, like, yeah. you know, it's just, they're really open and connected, and then I think sometimes people like us, we have to, like, try to be more respectful or present ourselves in a certain yeah. way, and I'm trying to, like, stop doing that, like, yes, I think I pretty much have, but... I know what you mean. Yeah, I felt like I was, like, a different person around my family than I was, like, even at school. Mm -hmm. And, like, my my dad worked at the school, so it's not (laughs) like the teachers couldn't be like, hey, your kid's being weird. (laughs) But, yeah, I just, I couldn't be me, and it went for a really long time, and I think it was hard. Yeah. Might not like when I bring up, like, suicidal thoughts, but was that ever an issue 
with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I, oh, this is a good, well, it's not a good story. But after I moved out of my parents' house, I lived in a house by myself for like a month. And then I ended up moving in with Courtney because mm -hmm. she had just had her baby and she had problems with the baby daddy. So he left and she was, like, she had just bought this house and she was about to have a baby. So I was like, I'll come live with you and like help out. So I moved into her basement. I really like to live in basements. <laughs> I moved into her basement and I lived there for a long time. And one weekend, um, her parents, her mom and stepdad had gone out of town for like their anniversary or something. Mm -hmm. So Courtney was watching their house with Nate and their baby and like they brought the dogs over there. So it was just me in the basement and her grandma upstairs. <laughs> but I, I like, I don't remember exactly like how it happened but I was just like sitting in the basement and I just got really it was a rough day and I just felt like no one wanted me around and like if I left like who would notice like mm -hmm. it wouldn't even matter so I um at the time I had <laughs> I had a gun <laughs> oh my god because <laughs> I I got my carry license when we lived in South Bend mm -hmm. because my dad was like <laughs> You got to protect yourself. Yeah. And he gave me this, like, tiny... It's, like, literally this big. It's, like, a tiny old wooden gun. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I had it, and I remember calling my dad, and I was like, I need you to come get this because I feel like I'm going to use it. Aww. And I was, like... I, like, had a small breakdown, and my parents right away were like, okay, we're coming. And they both came over, and then when they came over, I, it was, like... It was late at night. Like, it was dark outside, and I had brought it out... Oops, sorry. <laughs> I had brought it outside and set it, like, on the back of my car, and then I was just, like, sitting in the yard, <laughs> sobbing. Aww. And I... That was, like... I think that was the worst... Was that, like, your lowest point? times, yeah. yeah. Because my parents had to come <laughs> mm -hmm. take it away because I really, like, thought I was going to do something. And I was... In the back of my head, I was like, that's stupid, and you shouldn't do that, and you're wrong. <laughs> I have this story, and I don't think I've told anybody this ever, but um, I've had, like, a lot of points in my life to where, like, I really just couldn't feel anything, and I didn't want to live anymore, like, yeah. it genuinely had no interest, and I took a hair straightener, and just to see if I could feel anything, just Is said that it. How That's how I got this? that, oh my that mark. We used to draw it into a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell people about that, too. <laughs> but I literally just, like, let it sit there and it was just like bubbling and I like couldn't really feel it like it didn't oh I was like it, it was painful but like I wasn't yeah it didn't care to make it stop because yeah, it was whatever. something yeah. yeah and I was like that's when I knew that I was like super fucked up like yeah. never did anything like that again but I was like well shit I could like you know it just didn't yeah. bother me it was weird yeah I and knew. yeah I just told everybody it was an accident but <laughs> no that's my uh Carrot of depression on my yeah, arm. <laughs> I, when I was in high school, I don't remember what happened, but I like had a really bad day and I went upstairs and like, this is going to be triggering. Maybe I shouldn't say. I mean, it's whatever you're comfortable yeah. with. Yeah. Um, I like took scissors in there and like tried to mm -hmm. like, you know, yeah. hurt myself. And I like remember doing it. And at the, when I was like in there trying to do it, Kylie texted me, my friend Kylie from mm -hmm. school. And like, I was like, it like reset my brain and I was like, what am I doing? And mm -hmm. I stopped, but I, that was a really low point too. Yeah. It's crazy that your brain has the power to like literally put you in a trance. To do yeah. that. Yeah. It's literally being possessed where you go, oh shit, what am I even yeah, doing? And then at mm -hmm. some point you're like, oh my God, stop. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like looking back on it now, I'm totally freaked out that there's a part of me that didn't even care to just go. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. Now I just branded I myself better. A like chi hair strainer. Like your head lets you do so many bad things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, like I know, like 
I personally like went through a very very self destructive time in my life, mm-hmm. and like later being diagnosed, like it made more sense. I was like, oh, like it's not entirely my fault. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why. <laughs> um, but just it's crazy that like, your brain lets you do that. Like, I mean, I mean, years and years of yeah, I mean, your own brain betrays. I mean, I self harmed for years, mm-hmm. and I tried to kill myself multiple times, and that's crazy that, like, your brain just lets you do that. Yeah. Did you have, like, what was your your story with depression? Like, when did it start for you? Um, so, I, like, at a very young age was molested and mm-hmm. went through therapy, but my parent, like, it was something we never talked about, like, as a family. Like, it was a family member that did it. It was mm-hmm. one of my cousins that did it, and he was a lot older than me, um, and so I was, I was in, like, second grade or third grade. Oh, and he was 17, turned 18, but they still tried him as a child. So he's, oh like, not God. even registered as a sex offender anymore. Um, and, like, I went through therapy and stuff, but it was something that, like, my parents, we never just, like, talked about. And, like, my brain just blocked it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, now I've been diagnosed with, like, a person, I have borderline personality disorder because mm-hmm. my brain just, like, didn't deal with that. And I also have PTSD. And so, like, I went through, I mean... I think the first time I tried to kill myself, I was in sixth grade. Wow. wow. And I've, I mean, like, I've attempted to kill myself 15 times, and I've, it's been, you know, I I cut myself to the point where, like, I have a tattoo that covers one of them, and mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's some things that, like, I just can't, like, like, I am a cosmetologist, and you go through special effects makeup, I couldn't watch them do special effects makeup on someone because it was just too triggering for me, even now that I don't. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. obviously, I don't do that anymore, you know, like, mm-hmm. I I go to therapy, I take medication, that's something that, but it was really hard for me to go, to go through that, and it's just wild to me that, like, your body lets you, like, I mean, for years to the point where, like, I, I gave myself stitches before, like, mm-hmm. because I was too afraid to tell my parents, and I, I even had a friend one time call my dad and tell me, like, she's trying to kill herself right now, and I in my dad's face lied to him and told him that I didn't just take an entire bottle of ibuprofen because I was in middle school. I didn't know you could die that way, but uh-huh. I lied to my dad's face and said, no, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, we're fighting. She's just mad at me. And, like, that's crazy that, like, your brain, like, lets you The do, idea like, of depression is weird because your yeah. brain is literally so sick that it, like, wants you to stop existing. Yeah. Like, it yeah, wants you to, like, so it's really turn it off. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but it's, I mean, and it definitely, like, affected me. I mean, I, when I went to college, I didn't, I didn't enjoy college, and I was very, very self-destructive in college and let people around me that hurt me even worse and made me even worse. Mm-hmm. Um, like, because I have borderline personality disorder, part of that is being very sexual when you're not, when you're manic, and I would, mm-hmm. I would save all my medication and take it all at once. Like, I would save for a week, take it all at once, and I would go out to parties. I went to Ball State. Mm-hmm. To ball party. <laughs> I went to frat houses, and I, I mean, I was an emo kid in high school. Who let me do that? Mm-hmm. Who, let me go to, who let me go to frat parties? And ball let me go to ball state. Who let me do that? They were like, yeah. My mom was like, you love it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. It's kind of triggering, but I mean, I was, I was raped at ball state, and then the day before my final spin it in the emergency room and took all my finals with a, with a hospital band on my oh wrist. My and I was like, I can't do this. I was like, I can't. And I realized that, like, obviously like, me being raped wasn't my fault, but I was putting myself in so many self-destructive situations that I trusted people mm-hmm. who put me in that situation. Mm-hmm. And, like, I had friends who didn't care. I mean, like, my roommate moved out even though she knew I wasn't doing well. 
and she moved out and, you know, moved in with her boyfriend who wasn't, he wasn't someone who should have been allowed anywhere near us. And like, it's just really scary to that think. That can make you feel so small and alone. And yeah. And that's I mean, a scary situation. It was just a lot of awful, like, to let my, to know that like my brain was in such a self-destructive state, but I thought I was having so much fun. Like I thought college was just so fun while I was at college. Yeah. I thought it was so fun. I loved going to college. Like, while I was there, like, I would come back to my, see my parents and tell them, oh, I'm having a great time. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. But I would be high off of my antidepressants and high off my anxiety pills while talking to my parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I just, I thought, you know, like, that's how college was. You know, you're partying. Woo, ball state. Like, <laughs> I thought it was fun, you yeah. know? But I, I was. I was super self-destructive, and it was a really awful time for me. And I tried to, like, come back and immediately go back to college the next semester um and just like um commuted from my parents house and finally I like sat down with them and I was like hysterically crying when I was like I can't do this I was like I'm not well Mm -hmm. and my parents were like we'll support you with whatever you want to do but like this is the last time you can change your mind because I you know I went to Ball State and I was like oh I don't want to do this I changed my major a couple times and then I transferred to the commuter school and I had planned on doing that before um before my rape and everything like that I was just you know I was like I want to come back home like I miss my parents Mm -hmm. I think part of me knew I wasn't okay Mm -hmm. and wanted me to like get better so I mean I came home and I tried a different major a different school it was like maybe that's why I'm not happy maybe that's it and finally I accepted like it's me like I wasn't happy so I took you know I took the six months off and I I got help and I I went back to school um I went to cosmetology school and I graduated and like that was something that was really hard for me to accept because I was a straight A, like, top of my class student mm-hmm. um, for so long. It was really hard for me to accept that, like, traditional college wasn't for me. It was really hard for me to admit that, like, I didn't do well in college because I wanted to, like, to me, it felt like I was admitting I wasn't smart. And that, that's obviously not it. Like, your mm-hmm. brain don't define you. Mm-hmm. But it was really hard for me to, like, admit that that wasn't what worked out for me. But, I mean, I... I went to cosmetology school, and I realized like, that I love that. Like, that's, I never, like, looking back, I don't know how that wasn't something that I thought of from the beginning, because mm-hmm. that's what everyone told me to do, and I right. just didn't do it, but I did it, and it's, it's something that, like, makes my heart happy, like, to be able to do something, and, like, it's something that, like, I know I'm good at, and even if I feel bad at, like, if I get nervous or, like, feel bad about doing something, it's something that, like, I know that, like, I can say, even on my, like, worst days, my worst days, days, like, I can say, well, you're good at this. Like, look at everything that you've done. Like, mm-hmm. all of the transformations that I've done. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's just, it was something that, like, it's one of the things that, like, brought life to my life was to be able to do something that I loved and be that able you're to good at. let myself be happy yeah. doing something I love. I think it's hard um, if you're somebody who's struggled with mental health when you're at that age where everybody's going to college and, like, figuring their yeah. life out and you're not... And it makes you feel so much worse because you're like, this is when, you know, I should yeah. have, like, my shit together. Like, I should know what I want to do. And yeah. I should, Nobody prepares yeah. you for the downfall in your 20s that everybody will inevitably yeah. go through. I know. 21. My parents got married at 20 and 21. Mm-hmm. So, for me to be in college, I was like, I gotta find somebody. I was like, I gotta get going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of times in, like, I feel like in small towns, too, like... I don't know. I feel like people get married young. Yeah, and I mean, I married like, my high school sweetheart. Yeah, and you're like, well, I should be married. I should have kids. I should have a house. Like, I, like, yeah, I should have it all figured out. Like, because, like, for me, it was I was always, like, I want to do, but like, my parents, but better. That's what my parents always pushed into me is, you know, I want you to be successful. Like, I want you to do better than us. Because my parents both grew up with really, really um, 
like not fortunate households mm -hmm. um, and so my parents worked very very hard um, and they just pushed for me to always do that so in my head going to college I was like I can't mess up but I mean there I was going to class I only I scheduled my classes for two days a week so that I could only go to school two days a week and sit in my room and get high off of pain pills and yeah mm -hmm. just hang out I feel yeah. like they don't print any options with my cat. college right now so it's like if you don't have college, what do you have, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like what they preach. So it's Especially, like, I feel like it's changed a little bit the last few years, but like when yeah. we were in high school, everyone was like, you gotta go to college when you graduate or you're never gonna get a good job. Mm -hmm. like, and now they're like, but what about all the trade schools? There's gonna be in trade schools. Yeah, yeah because I mean, that's, one? I mean, I'm the oldest sibling. Um, so like my brother, he is a senior this year and my parents are not pushing for him to go to college all because he's never struggled in school. Or he's always struggled in school. He's never been good at school. Oh, yeah. Um, he um, has a really hard time learning, like, has an IEP for, like, extra help. And, like, he's always been the kind of kid who's like, fuck this, I don't want to do it. Has always told my parents since, I mean, since he was, like, in, like, fifth grade, was like, I'm dropping out of school when I turn 18. I don't want to do this. And he's one of those, like, F this, F that. I hate everything, kids. But, like, he, he loves music and he's he loves art. Things, yeah. He's good at other things that you don't, you don't even, like... You don't even need, like, a high school diploma for. And so it sucks. But he's finally accepted the fact that, like, my parents, like, just graduate. Just graduate and we don't that was That was my mom. And then once I graduated high school, she was like, well, just just graduate college. Like, just... <laughs> and she would literally all the time say, just give this to me, Marie. Just, just graduate high school. Or, I mean, college. And, uh, like, I was never good at uh, any kind of school. Like, I always got tutors and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I was... It was so hard for me to actually learn. And, like, my mom is dyslexic. And, like, I always think that I, like, am just, like, slightly stupid. So. <laughs> I feel that. It's, it's literally so hard for me to retain stuff. It's so hard for me. Like, I'm so bad at remembering people's names. Just, like, stuff like that. I've never been a brainy person. And so going to college, I was like, this is not for me. Why am I here? It's exhausting. I, I feel like Bruce was like that. Yeah, he, he was. out, but he's always like, I'm definitely on the spectrum. <laughs> 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 I know. I, always, I also think that I have ADHD a little bit. Yes. <laughs> no, I tell Maddie all the time, I, I, I'm I, insane. And I explained to my mom and her last night how my brain works. And, like, I keep hundreds of lists. Like, I have the funniest lists. The, the weirdest lists. I, like, went through all my grocery lists last night with them. And they were like, why do you have, like, five lists of groceries? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> list of things to tell Matt. Oh yes. Yeah, I have a list of things that I, I want to... Yeah. Yeah, it's literally because like I'm like making one meal. That's a list. Yes, that's a list. I'm like this is a recipe for one list. This is a list of for when I want to have people over. This is a list of everybody's Christmas presents. These are my snacks. Yeah, and I I don't like. She made a list of everybody's Christmas presents. Yeah, I did, and I like I went through and made a list of everyone's Christmas presents, and then underneath I wrote their backup Christmas presents. A sub list of Christmas presents. Yeah, like if it was timed, I definitely would have used like the dots and then the and then the lines and then the dots and then the lines. It's a list section. There's just lists with the next to everything I had to, then I went through and looked up the prices of everything and then the prices of oh, the yeah. list. Like, oh. And you didn't even tell me that. That's yeah. actually <laughs> I feel like I'm not I a list like person, so I can't because, really. Because I, like, make because I do have things, such yes. anxiety. I will, like, I just, okay, okay, we have two my, different conversations. Oh, my let me get out my planner, and then I write something, and then I'll find that planner ten years later and check it for the first time. I'm like, oh, yeah. No, I and my mom's like, 
well, do, why do you keep these lists? Do you even look back at them? And I'm like, yeah, all the time. And she's like, oh, well then, I guess. Because she's always like, well, that's the way I am too. And then I told her like, I told her, I told her how I lift a weight on my way to work. <laughs> so funny. On because, your way to work? On my way to work because I'm, I'm literally a permanent multitasker. Like I, I, yeah. I can't do one thing with my time because I feel like I'm not valuing my time enough. And so I need to be doing multiple things at once for my life to be Ultimate, yes, yeah. like Nirvana. That so, awesome. yeah, it is. Like I'm wasting my life away if I don't do more than one thing. Yes, once. and like I'll go to work this week and think back on this weekend and go, man, I really should have done that this weekend. And I'm like, that's exhausting. Stop doing that. So that's why I have to make all these lists. And I tell Maddie, and I'm like, next week, and I'm gonna do this. Yes, and I make all these lists. It's so I can stop thinking about it. So I can stop yeah. giving it brain power, and I'll just, just be like, write it down and go away. Right. It, yeah. And that's exactly how it works for me. And that's why I think I have ADD because I just <laughs> like, oh my gosh, so much of my energy goes to so many things that like don't deserve my energy, yeah. and I just can't help it. So it just feels like it's like bouncing around your head, and you have to just write it down. I'm the same way. Like. I constantly, I mean, right now I, I work a desk job, so I literally sit there and I, I keep a planner in my purse mm-hmm. with extra paper and I have like special pins for it. Like you can see all the shit she has for her planner. I have a happy planner. Do you have like stickers in it? Yes. We have a box of stickers. I have stamps. I have special pins and special highlighters for it. I mean, like, I have, like, a ruler, so I'm, like, all the lines are straight. And, oh, my like, gosh. It's one of those, I think it's one of those things where, like, I can make this neat and not chaotic, like, my brain. Right. And so, like, for me to make something neat, and it's, like, nice and not mentally ill. You should have, like, scrapbook or something. It's like that. It's, like, from um, Parks and Rec. You're, like, what a mentally ill person make this. <laughs> <laughs> it's my like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, they would. <laughs> yeah, they would. <laughs> Oh, all right, guys. We we have been recording for quite a bit, so I think we're gonna go ahead and cut it. You guys are always welcome back on the podcast, though. Yes, anytime. Yeah, that was fun. fun. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. If you guys come back for Christmas, we can do part two. Oh, yes, okay. yes. Um, until next time, go follow us on Instagram at the Sad Sister. Nope, that's not it. What is it? Sad Sisters. Sad podcast? Sisters podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Kerrigan is sad. I'm uh, Maddie Ebex. Anything you guys want to throw out? Um, You're like, thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. No problem. Uh, until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. I love you. <laughs>